0: They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap, I Know. I know, CRAP is a weird name for a program, but it's merely an acronym that stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Did you watch the Trump Town Hall? Well, it was CRAP in one way. Maybe it was culture, race, and an absolute pummeling. Absolute pummeling, in my opinion. President Trump, Trump's CNN, It was an interesting sight to behold, folks. Hey, welcome to the program. Shout out to all my talk radio listeners on the program. Lift that finger right now. Give the system the finger and share this program right now. We're going to be dissecting the key moments of the Trump town hall on CNN. Yes, I watched CNN. Wasn't even on my cable box or system or whatever you call it, had to install the channel. I wonder the numbers, maybe we can find out before the end of the program today, the numbers that CNN did with it. But I put it on and I watched it. I suffered through it. I suffered through it because it was, uh, well, it was embarrassing for the profession of journalism. If anything put an absolute nail in journalism, I'm telling you, it it was this fiasco. Let me tell you why. A town hall is a broadcast for the people. That's why it's called a town hall. It's for the people. It's not for the network. And it is certainly not for the host, and it is certainly not for liberal, whacked-out, extreme liberal agendas. And I think what we saw was exactly that. The media's going nuts, folks. They're absolutely going nuts. They don't know what to do. Rolling Stone, if you're watching the headlines... Had an article called appalling, effing disgrace. CNN gifts Trump Pine time campaign rally. CNN also came out with one. Trump was untamed and untruthful in CNN's town hall, and some of his fans love him even more. Another one. Trump uses CNN town hall to mock E. Jean Carroll after a jury found him liable for sexually abusing her. How about this one? Trump digs in on election lies, insults accuser during CNN town hall event. Fox even wrote, liberals rage over CNN's disgusting Trump town hall. The insanity should be pulled from the effing air. The Guardian overseas. they wrote, toe-curlingly bad television, Trump's torturous town hall backfires on CNN. It was painful. I'll make an honest admission to you. During the Obama administration, his two terms, I only mentioned his name exactly two times. I didn't jump on any of the disrespecting bandwagon or anything, because it's really kind of not my style, you know? It's just, it's just not my style. And even as much as I dislike the man and what he stands for, I still respect the office over the man and would be polite. Just like, you know, I didn't believe Jimmy Carter was a great president. He was the first president I ever engaged with, Jimmy Carter, and still shook his hand and treated him with incredible respect. That's what the office deserves. But to see what is supposedly news, a news network that has totally decimated its credibility, behave this way, was nuts, (laughs) was Absolutely not. Here's some of the polls. I I took a few polls to see where you come down on this, and we're going to kind of review some of the highlights. The first poll I asked, I put out there, how did you feel about the CNN Trump Town Hall? The options I gave were did not watch it, or Trump did great, or Trump did okay, or Trump made mistakes. Coming in at dead last at 1.4% was Trump made mistakes. Coming in second to last, Trump did okay, 3%. Coming in at third to last, Trump or did not watch it, 18.8%. But 76.9% of you said Trump did great. I'm inclined to agree with you, but we're going to re-review it. I also asked and this is what the dialogue is probably going to be about in this, how would you rate the CNN Trump town hall host? 4.5% of you rated her fair. 9.7% of you rated her as just awful. 85.5%, 85.8%, sorry, rated her as a total liberal hack. And I have to agree, that's what we saw. What we saw was a total liberal hack that had no regard for how the president would answer and would turn around and answer herself saying, okay, this is what you're saying. And it had nothing to do with what the president was saying. Real America's Voice just put one out. You can go vote on it right now. They've asked, in your opinion, did President Trump's appearance on CNN Town Hall help or hurt his chances of winning back the presidency in 2024? 1.9% said it hurt him. 3.8% said undecided. But 91.77% said it absolutely helped him. I'm inclined to agree It will be interesting how the rhinos unpack this one. I don't really care. I'm not interested in what the left says at the moment. I don't care. We know what the left's going to say. What I'm really interested in is how is the fakers, the right, the rhinos, the crooks within our own party... How are they going to spin this? It's going to be very, very interesting to see how they spin it. The left is just totally in shambles. Remember, they blamed CNN, Jeff Zucker, for electing Trump the first time. And it looked like they're going to try to hash that again. Like I said, Rolling Stone said CNN gifts, effing disgrace, gifts, Trump primetime rally. They cannot accept that America loves Donald J. Trump. Folks, share this program. A lot to unpack as we analyze it. Let's see who really won. Be right back.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut Cut the the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: I'm watching the chatter. There's many groups I'm in. We're all talking about Trump, Trump, CNN. I also think Trump, Trump's, never Trumpers. It's interesting. I do believe that President Trump hit it out of the park. He took a huge, huge, huge risk for every one of us by agreeing to do this. The man had to know he was walking into a den of vipers. He knew that right up front. But coming on the heels of this Gene Carroll crap, that takes cojones, <laughs> right? That takes some serious cojones because President Trump was not afraid, not afraid to walk in to the pit of vipers, to the lion's den i want to show you one thing first when i told you it's it's about the people byron daniels you've probably heard of him lawmaker called it out best i was surprised there were republicans in the audience if we just go back a few years many of you know because of my technology stuff in a new way of polling i sat down with jeff zucker at cnn headquarters to try to give them an opportunity to do the first ever presidential report card meaning 2 years into his first term so america could vote on it actually jeff zucker was like holy smokes this is great left new york bopped over to dc to try to get it arranged and stuff and, and i had i had certain considerations that you can use my technology here's what we'll do we'll do a television event just like town halls But that room has got to be equally divided, and we'll just say like 100 Republican Trump voters, 100, uh, you know, Hillary supporters, 100 people that are undecided or were undecided or independents, and 100 people that did not vote but were of voting age. We could never come to a deal because CNN wanted to stack the deck, which means, you know, if you put it all Liberals in the room, the numbers aren't going to be right, and so I know at one point Jeff Zucker was real because you know I went just right to the top. We sat down and tried to work work out the deal. The people in the organization are wildly left, and that's what's destroyed CNN because people's political views and personal beliefs are getting in the way of them doing news and they forget they too are responsible to the people and work to the people because the people pay their salaries here's byron daniels explaining it eloquently even if you listen to the last segment with jake
0: everything that was just talked about is not on the minds of independent voters in america they are focused on the things that are affecting their families First and foremost, has my child actually caught up from being locked out of schools for two years is fentanyl, which is a major issue in so many communities around our country, is the the president going to do the job of securing our border and stopping the drug cartels from having having operational control of our southern border? Are we going to maintain the dollar as the world's reserve currency while China's trying to negotiate around the United States? Inflation, yes, the year over year number is trending down. But the impact of inflation on the American family has completely devalued their wages over the last two years. Those are the things that really matter to Americans.
1: Imagine, I, you know, I know CNN's heads were reeling, having Byron on as a black conservative. But CNN truly did a kind of a death knell, and it showed. It proved beyond a shadow of a doubt they are an agenda to push talking points, not to reflect to the people what's real, and certainly not to reflect the will of the people. That's what we saw. Here's some more CNN. Does it bother you that he keeps
0: talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first. This is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel about those lies?
1: So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election rather than current stuff. So don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? Well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing. But that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first, Mike. I'm going <laughs> to, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And, and my whole point is, I am amazed they put true Republicans in the room. Now, some of the Republicans in the room were given CNN questions to ask. I want you to understand how these go. They're not asking their own questions. They ask who wants to ask a question. They choose them. But then CNN Is giving you that question that is why these participants have to read it off a piece of paper and all the papers the same and they do that that's part of the trick to make you think that a conservative is thinking about that point which they're not going back because I'm gonna play this again here is a red white and blue Patriot calling out the media but listen to the polling person's thing What about the lies? Don't you care he lied? Again, this is the media manipulation. Don't listen as much as the response where he put him in his place. Listen to the quote unquote pollster, the hack, asking the question and how they phrase it.
0: Does it bother you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first, this is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel
1: about those lies? So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative, as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election, rather than current stuff. So don't
0: you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't
1: the media ask him a question about 2024? Well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing. But that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first. Mike, there you go. Even the pollster told the truth. That was something that was on our mind. This is what America's waking up to. The media craps in your cranium every day. They crap in your cranium every single chance they get. It's just like what Tucker said the other day when I played the piece from Tucker. Nothing's real. Everything's agenda-driven. And if you just listen, you're sitting there looking at Republicans, looking at this guy to see if he resonates with you, but to have the pulser say, well, that was what was on our mind. And there is the problem. The media believes they are there to modify how you look at and believe what's going on in this world. They have become the puppet of the government. They have become the ones that sell you that crap in your cranium, right? That's why I say in my program, I'm here to give you a mental enema. But every day we're learning more and more just how bad the media is. For that to even go out on the airway surprises me. But what you might not know, (laughs) the town hall was supposed to go more than 20 minutes longer. But they realized they were getting their butt kicked and they cut it short. Hang tight, folks. Share this. I'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. We're talking about the crap that went on in the Trump town hall. The crap in this case was not culture, race and American politics. It was culture, race and an absolute pummeling because Donald J. Trump decimated this pure, poor, young host. Uh, She's not even 10 years out of college and, and she is going head to head with the president, basically telling him he was wrong and she knows better, which was ridiculous. But, as I told you, it took cojones to do this. President Trump did this one day after the E. Gene verdict, blah, 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 that he's guilty, not of rape. But of course, that's one of the first things they asked. They say that, you know, 2020 and they went all through that stuff, which we'll get to. But they wanted to bring up this E. Gene Carol stuff. Here's how it went.
2: Speaking of New York, I want to ask you about a significant verdict that was reached yesterday. I know this is something you want to weigh in on as well. A Manhattan jury found that sure. you sexually abused the writer Eugene Carroll and defamed her. You've denied this. But what do you say to voters who say it disqualifies you from being president? Well, there
3: aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out. They went up. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm... I think I'm... I'm the only person in history who had a charge like that. And usually you you leave office. You say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to back home. I'm back home to my family and everything. I'm going to be resigned. My poll numbers went up and they went up with the other fake charge, too, because what's happening is they're doing this for election interference. This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape, happens to be Afri- African-American, called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow to put that in. All of these things. He, but with her, they can put in anything. Access Hollywood. a jury of nine
2: people who found right. you liable of sexual abuse. Do you think that, that that will deter women from voting for you? No,
3: I don't think so. because
1: It's really interesting here. I want to give you a little bit. Remember, defamation is the single hardest case to ever prove. That's why we're all freaking out. How in the hell could Fox agree to a defamation case with Dominion because it was planned to shut you up about elections, to see there's big punitive damages? Same with this E.G. Carroll case. What they talk about defamation is Trump tweeted something like, What an ugly woman. I would never do that, however he said it. That was on True Social. That's his opinion. That is not defamation. But they snuck that in there and called it defamation. Why did they do that? They're setting precedent. They're setting precedent and rules. They need people found guilty. And that's what these crooked rat bastards are doing. And that's why this is even a topic. Here's President Trump on the Ukraine
2: question is, would you give Ukraine weapons and funding? I was impeached funding?
3: by a crazy woman named Nancy Pelosi. But the Pelosi question here is, the is,
2: would you give Ukraine weapons and funding if you were president? I funded?
3: would sit down. Let, let me just put it a nicer way. Uh, if I'm president, I will have that war settled in one day, 24 hours.
2: How would you settle that war in
3: one day? Because I'll meet with Putin, I'll meet with Zelensky. They both have weaknesses and they both have strengths. And within 24 hours, that war will be settled. It'll be over. It'll be absolutely Do you over. want
2: Ukraine to win this war?
3: Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking them. This, this what do
2: you. Can I just follow up on that? You said you don't think you in terms of do winning is you and have losing. To the, you have Mr. to get Can I just follow up on that? Because that's a really important. No, excuse statement me. Let me just, just follow made up. There. Can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war?
3: I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying. Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. And I'll have that done. I'll have that done in 24 hours. I'll have it done. You need the power of the presidency to do it. That's a true
1: story. And that's the difference between a businessman and a politician. This young lady has no concept Of war, only thinks of it in terms of winning. Now, the left wants to win because they've taken a hundred plus billion dollars of our tax money and given it over to Zelensky. They want that to go in a win column. But what you heard was a president, not a politician. And the president told her, which she could not grasp. Nobody wins. I don't want any winner. It's not about winning or losing. It's about stopping people from dying and getting the sides to the table. That is a president. That is somebody somebody who understands what at stake, because on both sides of the equation, people shouldn't be dying. People shouldn't be used as puppets for political agendas. And he's right. This would be settled in one day. It's very funny um, because President Trump, uh, a few weeks back, I was there in Florida with him, told a story about (laughs) when Macron uh, was going to do some ridiculous 25% tax, import tax on something American. And President Trump said, I picked up the phone and called Macron and said, you know, can't do this. You need to stop it. Macron said, I'm sorry, Mr. President, it's already done. And so the president told him, says, Okay, so let me tell you how we're going to deal with this. I'm going to write it by executive order. I'm going to do 100 percent tax on every bottle of wine and champagne you import into this country. And Macron freaked out and says, no, 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 you can't do that. And the president, with his power to do that, said, yes, I am. By the way, I've already got the paperwork drawn up even before I called you. You got you got you've got to not have this hit America because we work well together. Macron said, give me 15 minutes. I'll talk. I'll go talk to everybody. Macron called back in three minutes and said, "Okay, you're right. We killed it. It's done. Don't worry about it. You never hear those stories. You'll never hear those stories from the media, but that's what a president does, and that's what a president should be doing. Let's listen to more of this. When President Trump is asked about January 6th,
2: Back to what happened on that day. He you said you weren't. He did not say that. You, he has testified that. Mr. He President, did not say that. But you said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it about true, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I so allowed when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers, why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home?
3: I don't believe it did. Oh, Let me pull it out. I have to pull it. out. <laughs> So if you look at on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before. And this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior. Okay. I hope everybody's (laughs) on. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, If you look, January 6th, is at two before two thirty. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. (laughs) I am asking. This is and we didn't know until I got it back because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back. But I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. No violation. That we want no violation. We want no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. That was very early. Mr.
2: President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. Once no, no, but you clear, didn't
1: report that. You know why? Because it was taken down. We did report
2: down. it. I, I was reporting It was that taken thing. down and it wasn't But perfect. when it was...
1: Important point. Part of the con job and all of this, and part of their political ploy and play for the fakeness of January 6th being a coup, they had to take down all this stuff. There's so much evidence out there that Donald J. Trump didn't create any of this or do it, but that's that's what he needed to do. When it kept on going on and this little hostess was disrespectful, I think Donald Trump, President Donald Trump bought it home with this. In three hours, passed. over
2: 140 officers were injured that day.
1: And a person named
3: Ashley Babbitt was killed. Yes. You know what? She was killed, and she shouldn't have been killed. And that thug that killed her, there was no reason to shoot her. At blank range, cold blank range, they shot her. And she was a good person. She was a patriot. One there was no was reason there. to. There was no reason. And he went on television to brag about the fact that he killed her.
2: That The officer was not bragging about the fact that he oh, killed he her, bragging. but one person who was at
1: the I I thought the whole time, why does this little girl think that she can actually debate the president and correct him? Now you understand the arrogance of the media. Here is a man that served the role, played the role, did the role, is thinking about things a president should think about, like Ashley Babbitt. And this young girl thinks she can actually correct the president, the person who was there and did it. That is how arrogant, that is how arrogant these people are. Let's talk about gun laws.
2: A lot of mass shootings. When you were in office this year, there have already been more than 200 mass shootings yeah. in 2023. If you are reelected, are there any new gun restrictions that you would sign
3: into law? I would do uh, numerous things. For instance, schools we would harden, very, very much harden. And I also I'm a very believer. I believe in teachers. I love teachers. I think they're incredible. And they love the children, not quite like the parents, but they love the children in many cases, almost as much. Many of these teachers are soldiers, -soldiers, ex-soldiers, ex-policemen. They're people that really understand weapons and you don't need 5% of the teachers would be more than you could ever have if you're going to hire security guards. But in addition to that, have security guards. uh, You have to harden your entrances. You have to make schools safe and you can make other places safe. But it is a big Mental health problem in this country more than anything else. And remember, we have 700 million guns, 700 million. Uh, Many people, if they don't have a gun, they're not going to be very safe. I mean, if they don't have a gun, it gives them security. Now, you need them for entertainment. You need them for hunting. You need them for a lot of different things. But there are people that if they didn't have the privilege of having a gun in some form, they, many of them would not be alive today. You know, there's a certain country that had a very strict policy on guns. Very, very strict. Which country? And, uh, Brazil. Okay. Brazil. A very strict. And the former president of Brazil, and the, the The killing was incredible. They were walking into people's homes and killing people. They had no protection. Said, go out and buy guns. People went out and bought guns, and it went way down. The numbers went way down because they had security. If you look at Chicago, Chicago has the single toughest gun policies in the nation. They are so tough, you can't breathe. New York, too, and other places also. All of those places are the worst and most dangerous places. So So that's not the answer. No new
2: restrictions that you would sign if reelected?
1: That bugged me when she said so no new restrictions didn't even listen total disrespect there's a lot more to unpack here folks share this program there's still even more coming up as I go in to my last segment be right back. Are
0: you following Jovan on all social media you think this program is good at empowering you you should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep them pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy, We were a lot healthier then, don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970, look at the people. We were so much healthier It's because we didn't have all this synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just wanna let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this because I just do a scoop, shake it in water and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called filled of greens you may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this. You just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them. They're organic. They're wonderful in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can, I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change too, it's really weird. My skin, my hair where I was losing some hair is actually to me looking a little bit of that it's coming back and I'm kind of excited what's gonna happen when I go get my next physical. So what I'm doing is I take filled of greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code JOVAN. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash JOVAN. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovon and use jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it?
0: You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program.
1: just found myself shaking my head at this little girl last night watching it. It was very upsetting from a country standpoint. General Flynn said last night, in dialogue we're all having, that it's some of the shine off of our country has been worn off even further. And you're right, when you see the media do this— President Trump answered her. There are many things I would do. Let's start with how do we fortify schools. But she could not hear it because for her and the liberal way is do a law, do a restriction, not solutions. And this little indoctrinated girl could not understand the solution. So I understand completely General Flynn's point. When you have to sit and watch us as a nation, you understand Our media has fallen, it's over, it's dead, it's trash, it's gone. They did allow a audience member to ask about the Second Amendment to President Trump. Here you go. Hi, thank you for coming. Uh, This is a bit of a pivot, but uh, with gun violence and mass shootings in the news cycle recently, I'm worried that state governments and the federal government are going to act to repress gun rights. Uh, Under your administration, you uh, instructed the Department of Justice and ATF to ban bump stocks. If elected president again, how would you act not only to defend our Second Amendment rights, but to restore rights that have been taken from us, um, such as, by example, recently, the ATF's ruling on the pistol-stabilizing braces? Yeah,
3: as you know, the bump stocks are actually a very unimportant thing. And NRA, I went with them, and they said, it doesn't mean anything. They were actually, all they do is teach you how to shoot very inaccurately. So we did that. Uh, there's been nobody that's protected the <laughs> Second Amendment, as you know, like I have. I protected it through thick and thin, not easy to do. But we have a very big mental health problem in this country. And again, it's not the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person that pulls the trigger. And we have to protect our second amendment. We have to protect our second amendment.
2: Mr. President, you dealt with a lot of mass shootings when you were in office. This year, there
1: have already... Again, you dealt with a lot of mass shootings when you're in office. I want to remind you, Obama changed the definition and the laws of mass shooting to include gangs, which was always separate, so they could inflate it up, so they could take away the guns. And here we are, on the verge of an invasion, Title 42.
2: Jennifer, what's your question tonight? Good evening, Mr. President. Title 42 is
0: expected to expire tomorrow. Our southern border and now our northern border are experiencing record migration. We learned on May 2nd that the Biden administration plans on deploying 1,500 troops to the southern border. Do you agree with deploying troops to the border? And how will a Trump administration slow down the rate of migrants coming across all our borders?
3: Sure. A very fair question, especially since tomorrow is going to be a day of infamy. You're going to have tens of thousands of people pouring into our country. Even the judge, you know, the judge overruled them when they wanted to terminate it early. And he said, you know that you better extend this thing. The judge in Texas said, I hope you're going to extend this. but." This is my policy that they're letting terminate because they lost in court. They wanted to go earlier. You're going to have millions of people pouring into our country right now at a level that nobody's ever seen before. These people are sick. Anybody that wants this to happen to our country, they're destroying our country, and this should not be allowed to happen. How they're not going to do a version of Title 42 or my Title 42, which was tough. If people are sick and have infectious diseases and lots of other problems, We don't want them being into our country. We have enough problems right now. We have problems like we've never had in the history of our country. But Mr. President, the reason it's ending...
1: Again, an indoctrinated young person working in news with an agenda cannot even comprehend the truth. I'm surprised President Trump kept his cool. This is probably going to be what most media is going to talk about. It's the first thing the pundits commented on after this town hall. A little bit of nastiness going on.
2: Why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them? Are you them. ready?
3: Are you ready? Can I talk?
2: Yeah, what's you the mind? answer?
3: <laughs> Can Do you mind?
2: I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it.
1: It's very simple to You are nasty. That's why she's like she's arguing with you. Well, that's why... You did it. I asked you. Okay, I'm gonna let me answer it. Well, okay, do it now. Okay, let me answer. Well, do it now. I'm waiting. Okay, let me answer. Uh, it's a, it's a petulant child. Let me play this again.
2: Why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return? Are you them. ready?
3: Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah. What's the answer? <laughs> Can Do you mind?
2: I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay. It's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it.
3: It's very simple to. You are a nasty person. I'll tell you. What. <laughs> Very why you held on to the documents? I was negotiating, and we were talking to Nara. That's why.
1: What we're talking about there is the fact that she wanted to bring up that President Trump had all these classified documents at his home and shouldn't have taken them. Huge banter. You couldn't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Nara decides it. President Trump brought up that Biden had 1,835 boxes of crap, none of it under security, uh, stored in a garage somewhere, and he still won't turn it over. And by the way, a lot of them came when he was VP, which is a crime. But this little child wanted to continue to debate and try to put the president in his place. It was total arrogance. They basically started with 2020 and they ended with their lies with this.
2: ...or race. If you are the Republican nominee and you are in that 2024 race, will you commit tonight to accepting the results of the 2024 election? Yeah, if
3: I think it's an honest election, absolutely I would.
2: Will you commit to accepting the results of the election regardless of the outcome? Do
3: you want me to answer it again? If I think it's an honest election, I would be honored to. And right now we are so far ahead of both Democrat and Republican. And you know what? If I don't win, this country is going to be in big trouble. It's so sad to see what's happening.
2: But no commitment there on the accepting the results regardless of the it's, outcome. If
3: it's an honest election, correct. But, I okay, would.
2: so not committing to accepting the 2020 election results or acknowledging what happened in 2020. President Trump, I want to thank
1: you. What a piece of trash! That again is what the left thinks they have power, and the media thinks they have power—that they declare a winner, and that's the way it should be, and you shouldn't talk about it. That shows you the arrogance of our media that shows you our media is lost and folks that's why every one of you have to activate and get involved we win with knowledge standing up standing out and literally telling every one of these rat bastards to cut the crap
0: most people are afraid to stand up and speak out but not you you've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap what can i do to help save the america i love And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut cut the the crap. crap.